2: So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at cerebral.com/slash podcast and use code
3: ACAST to get fifteen percent off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
1: Hi, we have Luca here.
4: How are you, Mandy?
1: I'm very well.
4: I come from Melbourne and Rees, which is on the land of the laundry people, the traditional owners of the land of which we come from here in Melbourne, and I pay more space for both past and present as well as the Palawa people, the traditional owners of the land of which we come in in Tassie, and I also pay more space to their elders, both past and present.
1: Thank you for doing that for us, and I actually might put that at the start of our episode. Because that's really beautiful to hear your acknowledgement of country. Thank you.
4: Uh, This afternoon has got my 45 freestyle reel and I'm done. I took two two PBs from yesterday and Tuesday and one fourth yesterday in the 100 breaststroke final. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been going through and Reese for eight years. and We've been calling us the MIE Tigers for quite a while. Oh,
1: the Tigers
4: but M.I.E. sharks, don't really mind what we call it, but i managed to train, 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 I've managed to go through the stage. Come, un, It's unbelievable.
1: Wow, tell me how it feels to be here.
4: Awesome, as a, as, a, as
5: a Victorian, I've been living in Victoria for 15 years, and this is why we love our home state. Go Team Big! Yeah, go Team Big!
1: This week, we have headed to the Special Olympics National Games in Launceston 2022.
5: Let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt.
1: Welcome, everybody, to our episode here especially for the Special Olympics National Games. It's Mandy here. Kate was at home this week. I was down in Tassie um, supporting my daughter Molly as she was on Team Vic. And what we decided to do was to uh, interview as many people as I could throughout the week to get the overall story. So I spent many days at athletics being a mum, interviewing lots of people there. And then I went around to lots of other sports and got to speak to so many people. And I just really hope. you're going to enjoy hearing all the varied voices, many, many athletes. I was just so proud and thankful to everyone that agreed to speak. Everyone was so brave, but also a lot of people were really keen to have some microphone time. So that was fantastic. So uh, I have to first off say my apologies to the golf and the football teams. I didn't make it to you and I feel really guilty about that. So here's a big shout out. To all the golfers and all the footballers, Go Team Vic, who won gold in football, congratulations to you. And I'm very sorry I didn't make it to you this time, but who knows in the future. Uh, so yes, a big thank you from me for everybody who agreed to be interviewed. And look, I really hope you enjoy it. I'm going to give you a few stats about Special Olympics. If you don't know anything about it, if you're new to the podcast, Um, Please enjoy. So Special Olympics was pioneered by the late Eunice Kennedy Shriver, who was a sister to US President John F. Kennedy, as well as Rosemary, who had an intellectual disability. And today, Special Olympics supports over 5 million athletes in 177 countries. Special Olympics began in Australia in 1976, when many people with an intellectual disability were in institutions. While this is no longer the norm in Australia, we continue to seek public support to ensure that people with an intellectual disability are not shut out. By helping us give them opportunities to play sport, together we can open the door to personal achievement, pride and inclusion for some of the marginalised and isolated members of our community. So Special Olympics today in Australia, and this is off their website, there's 7,000 participants and there's 1,123 volunteers. There's 18 sports and there's 45 clubs. Now, when I was down in Launceston this week, so it's been October 2022, there was, uh, there was 750 athletes and there were 600 volunteers. So you can imagine, and all the families arriving into Launceston, it was a tricky patch with, there was big storms in Victoria and Tasmania. So a lot of people had stories of being held up at the airports, the, the spirit of Tasmania was canceled. So the feat to get everybody there was absolutely enormous. Anyway, enough from me, let's hear it from the people. This is kind of a long episode, but I've decided that we're just going to let it roll, okay? And you're going to ride the waves of the five days. You're going to hear from athletes, parents, team support, the game changers, some of Special Olympics staff. You're going to hear from people that are involved in the opening ceremony. Oh my gosh, um, support workers. It's like a mosaic of people that were put together this week and you're going to hear my feelings throughout the week as well, but, but I just want to tell you, soak this in. Okay, let's go. Here we are at the airport and we're at Gate 4 Virgin. Virgin have been unbelievable. This morning is organised brilliance to arrive and have everything organised so beautifully. Shout out to Anna and everyone from Team Vic to have the largest group going to Tassie and everything was organised so beautifully and to hear the joy, I hope you can hear the joy of people at the gate ready to get on this plane. Yeah. How are you feeling? Good. This is Molly here. Oh, she's walked off. What time did you get up this morning? 5am. I am. Very early. And she's gone.
6: I'm here at the opening great ceremony great in the Silver
1: Dome. Team, team New South Wales and South West ACD West. have just come in. Just what a huge this team.
7: team.
1: This is so exciting.
0: Here. And here come
1: Team Queensland. Let's hear it for the sunshine. Oh, huge oh, cheers.
7: Cheers. They've got pom poms.
1: Team
8: Victoria.
1: I've seen my girl. It's just so beautiful. I just wish all of you could be here to see this. We're just sitting a few rows behind Bill Shorten, and we're just realising that, you know, all these athletes don't know that he's a man that's supporting them with the NDIS. So. This is Actually, magic.
9: I mean, these athletes are that.
1: loving the limelight. I've got to tell you, there's a lot of waving. There's a lot of huge smiles. Let's give a big
7: welcome to the team that have
1: traveled from a long oh way to the gosh. Northern Territory. Go Northern Territory! And it's now Tim time to Boston in Team
8: South Australia. Woo!
1: Go South Australia. They look awesome in their red and he black and yellow. Nice. Is Joseph
8: Russell. 21, 21 years old and yeah. competing
1: in swimming. Joseph has been in the program for nine years. And this is his oh, first Melbourne Ah, they look terrific. Big, big smiles, big waves. And this is
8: who is the medic for Team South Australia. All the medics
1: are honoured this year because of after the last game. couple of I'm years of COVID. So... One people are walking in and athletes walking in Jesus holding the sign um, next, is next hard to hard them is a, is a medic to honor the work of all and our and medics the how, how beautiful for right. team tasmania <laughs> go tassie they're wearing oh, a I'm green understand. and a red
7: a watching player, Daniel lives oh, in the beautiful township of Gwynedd. They and must be the last so proud. He competed in bowling for Team WA to help build the team. What a trooper he is, helping out one of the other states. Wonderful stuff from you, Daniel.
1: Oh, they've got a Tasmanian Daniel Devil doing
9: his best
1: mascot up the back. And meeting new <laughs>
3: people.
9: The Only team with a mascot. Daniel actually won gold, silver, and bronze medals for those games.
1: Thanks for having us. Just about to light the cauldron. Athlete from Tasmania. The torch has come in. There's a representative from every state. Here they go. Here with gorgeous Anna from the head of delegation for Team Vic. We're just at the end of the opening ceremony. Anna, tell me, what a thrill! What a thrill! I had goosebumps all the way through. I was so proud
0: of Team Victoria. We looked brilliant. We looked absolutely brilliant. And marching out the the months of work. And then to see our athletes just looking the best they could be. Bill Shorten gave yes. us a big shout out. And then came and sat with our team. Yes. He talked to G, yeah. um, whose mum died in September, yeah. and G and his pe- and his dad. Yeah. And that was very, um, really heartwarming yeah. um, to, to hear them speak together. Uh, and then the creative part, oh. well, you know, it's a little bit awkward i had the goosebumps the tears oh. and the athletes clapping and cheering along and just being so excited to be
1: to be here and now let the games begin And <laughs> last we I can't want to wait thank you for all your work for team Vic. for my girl being here i mean oh. it's just magic and it's hours of work anna Thank you. Thanks, Mandy. So I am here with Brooke Greaves and she's the Athlete Ambassador. Hi, Brooke. Hello, nice to meet you. And what sport do you play at Special Olympics? Athletics and bocce. Oh, I will see you tomorrow at Athletics. Yes. What's your favourite race? Do you throw? Do you run? I like to do the race walking, but that's not in Special Olympics na- Nationals this year. Oh, that's disappointing. And also tell me, what does it mean to be the ambassador? It means the world to me because it's my good experience that I've got got to achieve
3: in Special Olympics Australia. Well,
1: congratulations. You did an awesome job, and I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. you throughout the week. Thank you. Hi, we have Stephen Robson here, an athlete ambassador. Hi, Stephen.
5: Hello. How are we all?
1: We're good. Where do you live, Stephen?
5: I'm from Central Coast in New South Wales. And
1: what sport do you play?
5: I'm a golfer.
1: Terrific. And what does Special Olympics mean to you? Special
5: Olympics means friendship. And a lot of fun and inclusive with people with disabilities.
1: Oh, thank you very much for speaking to us, Stephen. No problem. And we have Alex Cherney here, an athlete ambassador. Hi, Alex.
10: Hello, Mandy. How are you going?
1: I'm well. Where do you live, Alex?
10: Uh, I'm from Victoria in Melbourne.
1: Woohoo! me too. And what sport do you play, Alex?
10: Well, my main sport is snow skiing
1: mm-hmm.
10: and I'm do triathlon training which is bike riding and running
1: wow and what does special olympics mean to you
10: it gives me luck to meet new people make new friends and competing in the games brings me the best of luck
1: yes thank you alex fiona and we have fiona moore here and she is an athlete mentor hi fiona hi Maddie. how um, are you thank you for speaking to us tell us about your role So my role is Athlete um, Ambassador Leader for State of Victoria and we have uh, 30 Athlete Leaders who come into our program which is a two year program and uh, people like Alex uh, get to be leaders and ambassadors for Special Olympics so advocates and go out and talk to people and uh, spread the good the good word about um, Special Olympics. Thank you and what does it mean to you being a part of this? Uh, it, it means that I get to work very closely with developing our athlete leaders, um, very close to my heart and I'm always very proud of all the things that they do and um, yeah it's, it's all about inclusive sport and giving people opportunities to shine. Thank you, thanks for speaking to us Thanks. Um, and we have someone special here the person who created the creative content of the opening ceremony. Can you say hello and introduce yourself?
0: Hi my name's Kelly and I'm the director of Second Echo Ensemble. Oh
1: my gosh we were crying it was a highlight of the opening ceremony. Can you tell me about creating your performance? Well what Second Echo
0: does is we train and employ marginalised people in Tasmania um, and create an opportunity for them to tell their own story. So what we were looking for and given the opportunity to curate this uh, performance was to find all of our local arts organisations and say what do you want these athletes to know about who you are and about what this island has to offer and what the opportunity is to be in the Special Olympics. So I, I, had a lot of work and, and no work at all. In that, you know, I think when you bring when you're trying to bring sixty people together, in a very time poor, resource yes. <laughs> poor situation, and in Tasmania where we're all spread out, people think we're you know five minutes from each other. We're oh, not, no. right? And Zoom we got better at. But it was you know I said I don't want us to do the lowest common denominator mm-hmm. where where so that we can all do the same thing. We're going to step together. You know yeah. the Tassie two-step. That was not an option. <laughs> so I basically gave them. Um, you know, I charged them to bring their best. Oh, and dear. so we, and they did, oh. you know. And so I figured out, I talked to them and I figured out what they wanted to bring. And then I worked with Aidan, who was the story owner yes. of the piece. And he and I worked out how to weave the story so yes. that it would make yes, sense. And we created his character. And then oh, um, no. Dave, who was in the yellow that. jacket, yes. he actually yes. wrote that rap wow. and recorded it. So the backing track that you heard was Dave. Yes. And then we had um, beautiful Gabriel singing live with him. Yes. And uh, the uh, studio space inclusive guys here from um, Launceston in the mosh pit. Oh, yes. Because every, I mean, every ceremony needs a mosh pit, doesn't it? yes, without fail. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It was an absolute, you know, it's an honour, but it's also just such an incredible um, place and space to be able to, Especially, I think, you know, in the Special Olympics, for these athletes to look up there and see themselves. Yes. And it's not dare to dream. It's, yes, I can. We're here. We're here. Yes. You, you know, we can do anything we want to yes. do.
1: Well, my daughter was beaming. She was like in the second row. I came down and saw her and she said, that was the best. So yes. you did a great job. Thank you Thanks so much. for speaking to us today. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Okay, we're here with someone really important here at Special Olympics. Would you like to introduce yourself?
11: Sure. I'm Jordan O'Reilly. I'm the CEO and the co-founder of HireUp. Up.
1: Yes, we have so many P's that use HireUp. Up. So what a fantastic um, organisation you've started. Yeah. You. Tell yeah. us what it means to you to be here this week.
11: Well, Quickly HireUp's Up's the platform for disability support. Mm. Uh, we connect people who are seeking support, yes. people with disabilities and their families with great support workers. That all started. My sister and I had a younger brother with a disability. Yes. He um, wanted to be independent. He wanted to find his own um, supports in his life, and so and we found that very difficult. Yes. And so that's where the idea for HireUp came from. Yeah. Um, so we've now got 10,000 people all around Australia who are using the platform. We've got about 10,000 employees, support workers on the platform. Yes. So yeah, it's a really, it's an amazing organisation. Um, but I haven't done this sort of thing for years. I, I just it's just so lovely to be with people at an event like this, and I've been blown away by the opening today yeah, of the Special yeah. Olympics. Yeah,
1: and I think so many support workers are here, mm.
11: aren't they? I've met so many people just in the event where we just met a yes. moment ago. There's lots of um, families and support workers and people that have used high up. So I'm just I'm on a real I'm really buzzing. I'm on a real high um, yeah. just from being around so much positivity and stuff. But. What an organisation, Special Olympics Australia.
1: I just feel like everybody needs to know them. Everybody needs to give them money, yeah. and everybody needs to get on their board.
11: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had an idea. I mean, we've been um, uh, partnering with the Special yes. Olympics for uh, the last two years, and so, and there's a lot of people in our organisation who are very passionate. But I just had no idea the scale and the um, seriousness of this organisation. I, maybe that's a funny thing to say, but that just.
1: Well, me either. I mean, I'm only newly probably with my daughter being here for two years. At
11: our local club, but to come here at
1: something like this—it's yeah. completely
11: different. So the event today, we've just come out of the, um, I guess, the opening ceremony, and there were 750 athletes yes. and hundreds more families, all sort of smiling and waving, yes. and then music and art, and um, the police were here with, know. you know, with their support for the yes. for the torch race. So it's just—it's, um, I'm really, I really genuinely buzzing. I'm very proud yeah. that higher up can be a part of this, a small part of it. Yes. When we started Higher Up, one of the big ambitions, I suppose, was not only to, to put more power in the hands of individuals to manage their own support, but we thought if we can build a successful company, we'd love to be able to give back yes. to, to the disability sector. And so to be here, to know that there's hundreds of people that use Hire Up to find yes. support workers that can help them train, but then also to be partnering and donating to you know as, as, as a sponsor of this organisation, I just... It's all positive vibes.
1: Well, congratulations and it was lovely to meet you.
11: Likewise, thank you.
1: And we're here and it's day two and we're at the Athletics and I've got some gorgeous people to interview. Would you like to introduce yourselves? I'm Maria from WA.
7: And I'm Mark from WA.
1: Oh, it's great to meet you. You had a bit of a tricky time getting over here.
7: 17 hours to get from Perth to Tasmania, yeah. Yeah
1: break that down
7: uh canceled Jetstar flight no connection flight uh a two and a half hour car ride from hobart to launceston oh.
1: <laughs> that is commitment to getting here guys <laughs> tell me a little bit about your family um we've got three autistic children right and um two are competing today little little yeah but is he the youngest in your team yeah. In, Adriana in, is at, youngest 10, the youngest in our team, yes.
10: Yeah, right. So
1: all with every
6: other diagnosis under the the yeah. autism is the hardest out of the lot when yeah. it comes to the package
1: of it all. Yes. So being here today to get on the plane, oh. to actually make it over here. yeah, oh, no. it's It's enormous. <laughs> yeah. And what just happened? Uh, so my daughter just got gold in the long jump, my
7: <laughs> Adriana got bronze in the open...
1: Division, Division in long jump. in long
7: jump with, like, <laughs> 15, 20-year-olds.
1: Oh, my gosh. This is magic. You guys have got big smiles on your faces. Yeah. Ah. What does this mean, being here for your family? Yeah. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Definitely.
7: Give them a fair go. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and to be able to see them shine, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because in day-to-day life, that's the challenging. Batting. Every day we fight. Every day we're battling. And today it's just, like... We're just equals.
6: We're having I haven't seen fun. them this relaxed
7: in a long time. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think because they're with their people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and we're all supported as well. Yeah. 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 So they're in a place where they belong. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. No worries. And I'll be cheering you on tomorrow as well. Thank and you. Yes, yeah, go we'll WA. See. I reckon. We're doing yeah, so well. Thank you. So much. <laughs> thank you. Bye. thank Bye. you, Dally. Okay, we have Julie here. Hi, Julie.
2: Hi, how are you going? Yeah,
1: I'm great. Can you tell me a little bit about your role this week?
2: yeah sure i am a game changer at the special olympics in launceston and um, i work for holistic horizon support services in queensland but we have got um, a support worker there that has a, a daughter here running we've also got two clients from our company that are in the olympics and also, I just, I also love volunteering too, so and I love helping people, wow, so yeah. I'm really really excited to be here and just to see these guys, yeah, yeah we've so got... The game Changers are all wearing red, you've got yeah. hats and t-shirts and there's a bunch of you everywhere. There is, and it's just amazing to see, and I've met some amazing Game Changers and they've all got incredible stories as yeah. to why they're here, yes. and you know, some are parents, uh, some of them have worked in the industry in the past. Some of them are just retired and love helping. And yes. it's just a different broad range. But yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. Its lawn system is beautiful, and all of the all of these Olympians are beautiful, amazing people. I'm so proud to be here. Oh, well, thank yeah. you so much
1: as a as a mum. Thank you very yeah. much for giving your time yes. for my daughter and everyone here today. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. So I'm here with two terrific athletes from South Australia. Would you like to say your names?
12: Hi, hey, I'm Will Turner. Uh,
7: yeah. Hi, I'm Nick Champion.
1: Can you tell me what sport you're doing here?
12: Um, I'm doing um, the, the relay, the 100, 100 metres and um, turbo javelin and chopper. So
7: yeah, I'm doing the relay, 100 metres, 400 metres and 200 metres.
1: And what does being here mean to you?
13: Well, I'm very happy. Very happy. What about you? Just the sportsmanship and um, making new friends and, yeah, very happy like my mate Will said.
1: Thank you very much. And I'm here with some team support from South Australia as well. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Beth Taylor from Team SA.
14: And Greg Cameron
11: from Team SA.
1: Yeah, go South Australia. Can you tell me a little bit about why you are a part of Special Olympics? Uh, I'm part of it because of my sister, so she's an athlete here. So I got involved that way and then um, a spot came up to support the athletics team and I jumped at the opportunity. Oh, fantastic. What about you, Greg?
14: And I'm a coach. Um, so I look after making sure the athletes are prepared so that they can get the best efforts out of themselves at the Games.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you. What, um, what does it feel like being in Launceston? It's so exciting. It's nothing like, I didn't know what to expect and it's just exceeded all of my expectations. It's so well run. The sportsmanship's great to see. Our whole team supports all of the rest of their teammates, um, all the other states. It's fantastic. Yeah. And what does it feel like to be a
5: coach? it's really good. I can see the the fruits of the labour. Yes. So you can see that the athletes have listened to you yes. over the time and they've prepared themselves. They've all trained really hard and they're getting the, the rewards now today. And they're also just doing the friendship thing between athletes, swapping badges, doing all that kind of stuff. And they're learning how to negotiate. Yes, that's true. <laughs> to see whether they get a couple of badges instead of one.
1: Plenty of Team Victoria if you yeah, want. So we do. <laughs> We've got so many. Well, thank you very much for giving your time. No and I hope you have a terrific week. No worries. So you. I'm here with Matt Volk, and he's going to introduce himself and tell us what his role is at Special Olympics.
14: Yeah, hi Mandy, my is Matt Volk. I'm the president of uh, Law Enforcement Torch Run in Victoria. Uh, law Enforcement Torch Run's made up, uh, as the name suggests, of Torch Run, of law enforcement people uh, actually all around the world and certainly in Victoria and around Australia. We're charged with the responsibility of raising awareness and funds for people with an intellectual d- disability and in support of Special Olympics Victoria. So look it's a great uh, a great organisation for us to be involved in like I said police officers around Australia we do it uh, largely as volunteers because we see the value in how we can support special olympics and the fantastic sporting opportunities they provide but also the personal and professional development if you think about uh, the the popular and highly successful athlete leadership program so we're really invested in that not just from the fundraising point of view but as as mentors to a lot of the athlete leaders that's something uh, we absolutely love so being here in Tasmania is a combination of all that and it's it's just been a wonderful celebration of sport and inclusion
1: yeah oh I've just I was really struck because I'm quite new to Special Olympics and I thought what a great way for athletes and participants to learn to that they can go to the police. Is there a part of that as well?
14: It's a huge part. We mm. see that there's been some um, not ideal contacts maybe between uh, law enforcement and people with disability yeah. and part of that's a lack of understanding, a lack of education on the part of police. So. Yeah. The aspect of that that's really important is I'm fortunate enough to talk to police recruits that come into the academy every fortnight. Right. I, I get them in week four of their journey and it's that real opportunity to say, look, welcome to the Victoria Police, but this is not necessarily about enforcing the law and arresting people. Mm. It's about how we connect with our community more broadly. Yes. And as we know, uh, people with intellectual disability represent about 3% of our population. Yes. But the unfortunate reality beyond that is in the criminal justice system those percentages are much higher yes. so police have got a really important role in establishing effective relationships with the disability sector but also like you said uh, at the from the outset we want people to be comfortable to approach law enforcement yes. if they need assistance, if they've been a victim of crime. Yes. We want them to see that you know, familiar smiling face and yes. have the confidence to be able to come to us yes. because certainly across you know, Victoria Police and all jurisdictions around Victoria, mm. we want to represent um, mm. the entire community. Yes,
1: yes. Well, I really, that stood out to me as a mother. <laughs> I thought, great. And then when the police came in at our Christmas party last year yeah, and everyone yeah. was like, wow! <laughs> My daughter was like it was like you were marvel characters you know
14: oh, and look and it's and we often feel that way ourselves and you often check yourself cuz we do this not for us. We do this to support the athletes yes. and the you know the family network yeah. more broadly who have yeah. got their own challenges. Yes. But you often find yourself caught up in the moment with this huge smile on your face or the hair standing up on your arms or <laughs> the back of your neck because we get treated like superstars and, yes. and we're not. The stars of the show are the athletes with yes. Special Olympics and, and we do everything we can to make sure the focus is squarely on them.
1: Oh, well, we're... I mean, we just think you're fantastic. Thank you for all the time you've given, particularly leading. Also, can you tell us about the Torch Run getting to to Tassie?
14: Sure. So the last national games, as you know, were in Adelaide in 2018. Mm -hmm. So Torch Run programs around Australia take part. It's called a final leg. So it's a series of Torch Runs in different states and territories around Australia. And then it culminates with the uh, opening ceremony in the host city, obviously here in Launceston. So we... uh, so there's been some torch runs all around Australia but essentially I was fortunate enough to be in Adelaide last week and they had a torch run there as the, as the previous hosts and I collected the Flame of Hope which is the yeah. Olympic style torch that we carry and brought that back to Victoria mm-hmm. on our way here so last Friday we had uh, a big torch run through the city streets of Melbourne again raising awareness and chanting loudly and yep. we, uh, we had some Special Olympics athletes and athlete ambassadors uh, at the police centre where we were warmly welcomed by the Deputy Commissioner of Victoria Police, uh, and and then it was about getting the flame across to Tasmania, and we arrived in Tasmania on Saturday into Hobart. We had a great run run along the waterfront to Salamanca through the markets Beautiful. there, and then we brought it up to Launceston. Uh, as you may have seen, we had the torch run in a civic reception. Yeah. We were welcomed by about a hundred athletes from every state competing here, and that was that moment yes. that hits us, and we go, "Wow, this yeah. is you know this." We see the benefits, and we we absolutely love it. And then obviously in the opening ceremony. We had 41 torch runners from around Australia represented, carrying, like I said, the Flame of Hope, uh, our role across the world. We're known as the Guardians of the Flame and brought that into the ceremony and started off what has been a fantastic week of competition and inclusion and joy and friendships. Yes. And we're, we're just so lucky to be a part of it.
1: I oh, know. Well, I just want to thank you for doing hard human work as a police officer and then to give your time and volunteering, thank you.
14: It is our absolute pleasure, Mandy. Thank
1: you tell me about today or oh, yesterday oh, tell me about
8: yesterday uh, so I ran the 15 metres and I got a gold medal I came first if you don't know what if you don't want for, if I've you don't know what gold. gold medal means I came first and then in the long jump I had one other girl and she Good job to her. I I came first in gold again, and then I and then today I ran 100 and the relay. First off, I'll start with the um, the 100. The 100, and I I sadly came fourth, but you know it's. It's part of the game. It just got to play the game. And what
1: did it mean, though, coming forth? You did a... Sport... Played sportmanship. Yes, but what happened with your... your The number that you ran? It was a...
8: It was a PB. Yes! I kept... I kept... nineteen point, nineteen Ten? Point four okay. two. Oh, okay. Four two. Yeah, and then... And then... This afternoon... The relay... were I'm... I'm in the four last if you don't know what four means and i just blitzed it i just go like um i came silver i came second and
1: silver the team the team won silver yes congratulations to queensland they were fast they were guns now tell me what how do you feel right now
8: pretty good i got i got three medals
1: Yes, and what does this mean to you, being here in Launceston with Special Olympics? Pretty proud, yeah, of my state. Oh, you're proud of your state? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for staying with the team, being away from me, and being really independent, and showing great resilience.
8: Even though eating is tricky, I just have to eat in with the team. I just have to slow down my choking and, yep. and keep and keep. Going. Yeah, and you've got great team support. Yeah. Yeah, and you're sharing a room. I've got Harry, I've got Chelsea, I've got Sophie, I've got heaps of people to cheer me on. Yes. So I know cheer on them.
1: You've been cheering them yeah. too. Yeah. Well I am so proud of you. Proudest mother in launceston and I am. In the world. <laughs> I'm here. It's day three. We're at the athletics track. The sun is shining again and the atmosphere is so lovely. We're getting ready for the 200 and I'm going to record some of the cheering so you can hear. We've got some music lifting everyone's spirits and go athletics. Okay, we have a Team Vic athlete here. What's your name?
4: Uh, My name is Harry Mesga.
1: Lovely to have you on the podcast, Harry. Tell us about what you're competing in today.
4: Uh, today I'm competing in the 10,000 metres. You're probably thinking, how many laps is that on the track? The answer to that question, it's 25 laps of just pure strength and resilience. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to cheer you on. And tell me, what does it mean to be here at National Games?
4: Oh, it means quite a lot, yeah. It's it's a very special occasion you know, for people with an intellectual disability and I just think also being here and competing with all the best athletes from around Victoria, Australia is something special and also seeing people doing their personal best and, yeah, it it's, it's means a lot to so many people in, in so many different ways.
1: You're a very big part of Team Vic Athletics. How does it feel? You've got a lot of people looking up to you.
4: Yeah, it feels pretty surreal, generally. But I feel, yeah, you know, quite a lot of responsibility. I feel like generally, quite a lot of responsibility to you know, do my best and also, yeah, you know, inspire them to do their best. Yeah, you know, move forward in the future and, and grow up to be a, you know, a Harry or a better version of me down the track.
1: Thank you, Harry. Thank you so much. I'm just handing over the interviewing to Harry. He's going to interview one of his friends.
4: So, um, so what what's what's your name? Bradley. And what events are you doing today, Bradley?
12: 200 and 400.
4: Fantastic. So I, I, as I just saw you did your 200. Um, how did you go? I
12: came I came second oh, and, and when I the said, presentation oh, yeah, go. has come on, I'll get a silver medal.
4: Fantastic. And what what what, what color is the silver medal, Bradley? Silver. Fantastic. Um, is this how many national games have you been to?
12: Um none. This is my first. Fantastic.
4: To give a bit of the audience what's it like to run a 200.
12: Very very exciting and I hope everyone should do a 200 as well.
4: Oh, fantastic. So, Bradley, um to give people a bit of an idea, what what does a what does a warm-up look for you or what do you, what type of food have you did you eat this morning or have last night to prepare for today's events?
12: Um I ate um this morning I ate um um Couple, um, couple of, um, knobs on some toast, and then I had my orange juice, and then I was, um, I'm good for the race.
4: Fantastic, Bradley. So I guess in a few words, do you have any inspirational, inspirational words for people that want to join Special Olympics or compete in athletics?
12: If you wanted, if you want to join Special Olympics, please, please ring. Um, please ring Anna Mezger or or Yolande Philipson. Um, if you don't if you don't want to be in Special Olympics, that's your choice.
4: But yeah, just signing off and saying um, yeah, just had a great interview with Bradley, and look forward to interviewing more I- inspirational people hope, really soon.
12: I hope yes. I hope everyone has a great day today, and go Team Vic. Woo-hoo! Thank you, Harry. I think you've got a future in podcasting.
15: Awesome. Voice, but sure.
1: I have Chloe here, and she is.
15: Tell us about your role. Look. Um. I. I work with um. I have three athletes under my care and I just make sure that they're doing well, they're happy, they're healthy, but we come together as Team Vic and we look after everyone and it's just a great big family. Yeah, yeah I so just
1: really love it. What's it like the day to day being team
15: support? The day to day. It's pretty cool, it's pretty fun. You just wake up in the morning, you do you know, make sure that they're all prepared and ready for the day, they've got everything, they're in a good mood, you boost up their spirits, get them ready for to win and kick ass with all the other teams yeah. and yeah.
1: And then during the day, you're paying attention, you're helping them go to the toilet, have their lunch, some of those things?
15: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you help them out, like, get ready for their sports, you go cheer them on, you um, wear their lanyards. you become many people during the day. Yes. Um, Yeah, you you help them um, get their food and and take them to the bathroom breaks and stuff like that, just assist them with whatever they needed help with. Yeah, Yeah. and then the end of the day, what's that like? The end of the day, they're pretty tired, they're sleeping on the buses, Um, it's a very quiet bus ride back. Um, compared to the way here. But, yeah, it's um, making sure they've got their belongings, don't leave anything behind, yeah. um, that they're rested have a shower, mm. have, give them dinner, because that's an important meal to have. Yes. And then make sure they get a good night's sleep for the yeah. next day. And what
1: does it mean, like, volunteering for you?
15: It means everything to me. I actually... Prefer volunteering than getting paid for work because honestly do because it's just you get so much more enjoyment and fulfillment out of it. Like you're able to to pass on, you know, to, to pass on the, the act of paying it forward. You know, you can do something so small and help out some family, and then mm. they can do that back. And mm. making someone's day is just the best feeling mm. and the reward in itself. Yeah, well, and I just well, absolutely as a mom, love thank that.
1: Thank you for helping look out for my girl as well.
15: Oh yeah. no, no worries. <laughs> I, everyone's here. I, I Honestly, there's not one single person I just don't love in yeah. Team Vic. We have a great little family you I'm
1: really
2: do so
15: great to be part of it it's just the, honestly a privilege like yeah. absolutely love it
1: oh well I'm really grateful to meet you and well done and doing such a great job
15: no thank you so much Mandy likewise so I just found out from Chloe that she has an important connection to our podcast tell us Chloe yeah so Matthew's actually a twin um Natasha she was a supporter um for the whole time that Matt was playing so yeah it's so you're a sibling to twins. I'm a sibling to twins, the yes. big, older the proud sister to twins. Yeah. yeah, and we
1: call you in our podcast peelings. We call our podcast is called Two Peas in a Podcast, and then we call the people with a disability a pea shoot, and then the siblings are called peelings. And we really love the siblings.
15: Yeah. Oh yes, I, I love the, that word peelings. Actually, yes, I am a peeling, and I'm very proud to be one. Yes. And they're just the absolute best people oh. ever. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry.
1: Thank you. There
16: no is. I'll get Owen.
4: Take it away, Harry. So, um, what's, what's your name? Claudio. Hi, Claudia what, what, um, what events are you doing today, or have you been doing the last two or three days?
16: Well, um, I finished all my events. I did, on Tuesday, I did long jump, I did uh, shot put, and... Running. I did 1500 meters, and yeah, yesterday I did two relays because I did one for my friends.
4: Oh, fantastic! And what's been what's been the what was the most rewarding thing about doing a relay? Was it the team or yeah, what was it?
16: Well, it's fun to hang out with your friends, and you will just get to make your team proud.
4: Oh, fantastic! So, um, I guess where where are you from? What state are you from in Australia?
16: I'm from Perth.
4: Fantastic, that's awesome. And um, how long have you been part of athletics for? Because, yeah, it's a it's a sport that you can, you know, start from a young age and go on to, yeah.
16: Um, I've done normal athletics, little athletics for seven years. Fantastic.
4: Uh, so do you have any um, tips on, like, preparation for races for young athletes out there? Uh, yeah.
16: Yeah. So um, just give it your best, and no matter what, you still win as if you don't win anything. And always just remember that you've got teams supporting you and you're never going to be alone.
4: Fantastic. That's really, really good, Claire. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about your Special Olympics journey. Like, how how did you get, kind of get into it? Yeah.
16: Well, I just started this year. This is my first National Games. I started last year. Started training. Um, I don't really know how it came. I think my mum was just looking online. She found it. So then we just started training, and we found out that it was really good. So we just joined, and now I'm here.
4: Fantastic. And do you feel as an athlete, you've kind of um, you've found you've like delivered your Expectations, or you've done your best or you've made new friends that you never thought you'd make?
16: Yes, I definitely have. I've made a lot of friends over the past few years and I definitely have achieved all my goals. Oh, fantastic,
4: Claudia. Um Do you have any, before we head off, do you have any words of wisdom or inspiration for people that want to join Special Olympics or, yeah, not sure about sport and they've got a disability?
16: Um, well, even if you have a disability, special Olympics is a great way to join. So, um, this is a great opportunity for people that are afraid to run or can't run. They just join here.
4: Awesome! So, thanks, Kylie, for your time, and good luck for the rest of the day. And have a great, a great day of competing. So, well done. Thank,
16: Thank you so much. You. Go, Western Australia.
4: Here we go,
1: Harry.
9: So, hello. What's what's your name? I'm Sean, McKee, and I'm from Queensland. And so, Sean, what what's um what events
4: have you done through um Special Olympics, this, yeah, today and and what is your what sport are you?
9: Um, so I do obviously athletics and I do the 100, the 5k, and the 10k. Wow, are
1: you two against each other? We
9: sure are. Yeah, wow. yeah.
1: <laughs> rivals.
4: Yeah, you could say we're friendly, friendly, rivals. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Sean, tell us a little bit about your Special Olympics journey. Like, how did you kind of get into it? Um, uh,
9: yeah. Well, um, I actually um came uh, across Special Olympics a bit uh, by accident. One of my friends. Um, has Down syndrome and he was, I was at his 21st and I was only playing rugby league um, like open men's and I was stopping that and I started um, back when I was only 19. Um, Yeah, so it was good and I play, um, I used to play basketball, football, soccer and athletics uh, but now I only do athletics and skiing. Do you know each other
4: from skiing? Uh, yeah, I think we have. So, Sean, what type of skiing do you do? Because a lot of people out there probably have got no idea that
9: skiing even is a Special Olympic sport. Yes. So, so I do Joll and Salem and uh, that's going through flags. Yes. And I've also gone to the Worlds for um, skiing as well.
1: Oh, which Worlds did you go to? Uh,
9: we went to um, Athens. No, Athens for soccer and Austria for skiing. Wow, Sean,
1: that's incredible.
9: Fantastic. So, um, I guess, going back to
4: your Special Olympics journey, what um, what is some... What is some things that Special Olympics has brought you like has it brought you joy or what are some changes in your life you've gained you know through Special Olympics
9: oh look I it's showed me a wild of different ways of you know um different sports and everyone sort of encourages everyone um everyone has a great time um when people are bad or sad or anything like that they all get around each other yeah it was all it's been um a great journey Wow. Sean, Fantastic. And, Sean, have you thought
4: about, I don't know, potentially, because you've been in the system for so long, maybe going and becoming an ambassador or a coach? Have you thought about maybe doing that?
9: Yeah, um, I actually have been thinking about that. I actually coach my stepson in athletics. So, yeah, it's um, moving forward. Medalist, yep. baby. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So, Sean, I guess before we
4: head off, um, um, thank you for your time, but do you have any last-minute inspirational words for... Anyone that wants to join Special Olympics, or yeah, or any people that have a disability, yeah, that struggle to take part in sport, or really want to join sport.
9: You know, it's um, everyone has a um, sort of a disability. You know, always look forward to a comp and stuff like that. Always encourage each other and yeah, have fun. Yeah.
1: Sweet. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so
9: much, Sean. Thanks, Thanks for your
4: time and yeah, good
9: luck today.
1: Yeah. We're here with the team with the best uniform, I think. So let's find out some of these people from Harry.
4: Awesome, thank you. So um, Haley, tell, um, tell us a little bit about yourself um, and yeah, what state are you from?
8: I'm 16 years old and I'm competing in the Special Olympics. I was chosen this year to compete and I'm really excited. And Where are you from? Darwin.
4: Fantastic. So um, Hayley, because a lot of people probably haven't been to the Northern Territory, what is it like to live in the Northern Territory?
8: Partly hot.
4: <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Um, I bet it's quite hot there. But how do you manage the training, yeah, you know, in the heat? Because it is pretty hot.
8: Drink a lot of water.
4: Oh, fantastic. Um, and what is your what's your um like experience been with special Olympics? Yeah, you know, the Northern Territory so far. Have you had some good experiences so far?
8: I've had fun competing against other teams and trying to win yeah. gold.
4: Yeah. And um, what? What is an, who's an inspiration to you? Yeah, the kind of or person that kind of got you into Special Olympics in the, um, the first place. Lara. Oh,
8: it's really special.
4: That's oh, okay. So, Lara, um, what is your kind of experience with Special Olympics? Because you're a coach, as I can tell.
2: Yes. Yep. I've coached for seven years, and we first went away to Brisbane with other I uh, other athletes, Igan and Omri. Um, and we went to Brisbane, and I was team support. And then again in Adelaide for team support, and now I've graduated, Wow. and now I'm coach. Yeah,
4: fantastic! So you've gone through the apprentice stage, you've been the yes. apprentice, so that's that's fantastic. And um, what what is what's what's rewarding about being a coach for you? Because all coaches are, I've got such different, it's rewarding to them in different ways. So to you, what is what's the most one of the most rewarding things about being a coach?
2: I really like hearing I can't, and then helping people say i can
4: that's awesome uh yeah and you're probably saying to them you can do it uh and and yeah so um what is uh, like what's your background you know with special olympics in general you know with like disabilities and like that
2: i uh was a support worker first and i worked in a school with a lot of these athletes yeah so i've known them for many many years
4: Fantastic, um, and I guess to finish off with Laura and or Haley or whatever, um, or anyone
1: else. Yeah, or anyone.
4: What is what is what is what is in some last minute inspirational words you've got for anyone that wants to, to yeah, you know, join Special Olympics or take part in sport?
1: What
9: would you say? Bandu? I'm doing running. I'm yeah, doing running. I'm doing. I'm down. Awesome. From
4: Darwin. Um. Two, two, three. Ah, Okay. Awesome. Northern Territory
5: is your team oh
12: well,
11: so that's done what about you Omri oh uh, yeah any words of advice special things to say about being here um to, to try your best and um, see what, how far it takes uh, from uh, from bottom to the top and so yeah
1: thank you Omri what's your name
4: uh, my name is Igan. pleased to meet you yeah, so Simon, um, what sport do you do?
7: What
4: do you do? I'm doing today. Are
1: you going to do running? Running. Running? going to do fast Woo! running? you going to do fast running? Yeah,
11: I'm going to do fast running.
1: <laughs> go Northern Territory Thank you for Thank speaking you. to us Thank, Thank you. you Are you his mum? Yes How does it feel being here? Oh, It's wonderful yeah. I just love the atmosphere yeah. And everyone's oh, so supportive,
8: so supportive. Yeah. I'm oh, a mum too
1: Here with Team Vic And I feel like it's a place oh, Where my family so, belongs yes. Yeah, yeah like I, I wish that was like this All the time Same I don't want to go home I I'm not same here? <laughs> I just think we all belong And it's yeah, really so magic yeah. so I hope you have A really wonderful
4: Hello. Um. Hello. What, what's your name? Bray. Bray Aquino. Awesome, Bray. Um. What, what events are you doing? Uh, what's, what sport are you doing?
10: Uh. Athletics. Uh. 100, 200, turbo jab, and
4: relay. Wow. Fantastic. And how long have you been part of Special Olympics for? Uh, three years now. Fantastic. Um. Also, Dad. Because um, are you his Dad or are you his coach? He's not my Dad. I'm one. Of, I'm
7: one of the teammates. Oh, you're oh, a teammate. Okay. So. An um,
4: what's, so what's your what's your role as being a teammate for
7: the? Well, cheer on each other. Be. Fr- great friendship in we all Australians we all try and get in together
1: yeah so there's a bit of a rivalry between Victoria and New South Wales though okay.
7: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Or oh, numbers wise Queensland and Victoria yeah
1: Wait, so obviously you guys are from. Are you from the ATT or New, uh, South, Wales? New, New South, Wales. South Wales I'm from the,
7: I'm from the Hunter Valley right, I'm from you? MacArthur Camden oh, right.
4: fantastic so um, as a team support what, what is the most what is one of the most rewarding things about you know seeing your athletes finish the race or come home with some medals, or well, I just want
1: to add to
7: that. I got a gold medal in um one the 200 meter run.
1: Congratulations! It, it was a
7: little bit emotional a few minutes oh, ago, but, but I I feel so happy and so proud of myself.
1: What a great day!
4: That's fantastic. So Bray, have you gone results-wise, or what is yeah what is a highlight yeah you know, from the national games for you so far? You know, of your so
10: far it's just competing with all all the people here, getting meet new people, just fun cheering on everyone love
4: it. Fantastic. Um, and as a team support, what is um, what did you think of the opening ceremony? And I'll ask you as well, Bray, what did you think of the like, the awesome opening ceremony that was
10: a few days ago now? Well, I was the torchbearer for New South Wales, so and it's my first uh, national game, so I was just nervous.
1: <laughs> wow, how did
10: that feel? Oh, it was scary.
1: You did a great job.
4: Absolutely, you did such a great job as well. well yeah, so, yeah um, so when did you kind of get into Special Olympics?
10: Um, around seventeen years seventeen, eighteen my mate was doing it and I went to go do it just so I could be with my mate. And then I just kept going and going and doing it and then they got their email one day, you've been selected for national games. I'm like, oh
4: alright.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah.
4: That's fantastic and um have you and how long have you been part of Special Leagues for? Has I've it? been special Weeks for about over seventeen years.
7: Wow. So I started swimming age seventeen up till thirty one. In twenty sixteen, I had done the Tras Tasman Games, and I was Australian flag bearer at the open ceremony.
1: How did that feel? Oh,
7: shocked. I was shocked. I just got there and I said, "Caleb, you're going out there to do, do the flag." Wow. It was a it was a very big moment, big moment for me, and I was so I was shocked and honoured, and and I was so proud of myself what I have achieved it's been a long way for me in the last fair few years
1: well it was a hard couple of years with COVID too wasn't it also, how did you come back from that
7: well very strong but I I developed mental health in the last fair few years but it's been a very long journey for me personally right. and,
4: and look I feel like I overcome them like a true athlete oh. So, just to give people an idea. What, is the trans, what was the Trans Tasman game and which countries were, were part of that event? It
7: was Australia, and New Zealand. So all the states, and me. We, I did swimming, and then we did. Af- some people did athletics. It was in Hamilton, New Zealand, in
4: twenty sixteen. And what was it, what did that feel like being part of that? Like, was the opening ceremony oh, amazing? It, what?
7: it was amazing, and everyone was cheering so hard. And like with all Australians, were there, and everyone, the whole team. When I got my first medal in 2016, I cried to my head coach because because it was been a very big personal ride for me, and I just felt it, everything I went through, mental health, to get
4: here it was it it, it it to get there. It was the biggest achievement of my life.
1: Oh, congratulations!
4: Absolutely, congratulations. Um, I guess to finish up, we've been thanks so much for your time, um, Bray. Do you have any inspirational words or support for people, you know, with an intellectual disability or people that are looking for somewhere to go you know, to join sport and I, yeah
10: all I can say is just get out there and try try your hardest if you don't like it find something you like awesome, just keep man. trying and keep trying see what suits you
7: and always is, is you are cl- clever and you're capable and, and you do as best as your ability
4: awesome thanks so much for your time and yeah good luck with your competition and hopefully by the end of today you've got no voice left because you've been chanting so hard as a team support so oh. Thank you so much. Okay, we're
1: handing this over to Chelsea, who is an awesome interviewer. So, Chelsea, take it away.
3: Yeah, thank you very much, Mehendi. And uh, so tell us your name and what you're doing.
5: I'm Alex and I'm the liaison officer for Medical Edge.
3: Excellent stuff. How are you finding um, being a medic at the Special Olympics National Games?
5: Oh, exciting. Every day is different. And, um, yeah, good games and uh, good competition.
3: That's great to hear. Now... Have you had a chance to go around to any of the other sports yet?
5: No, this is the first one I've got to, and it's Thursday, so I'm probably my time is uh, growing short.
3: <laughs> well, that's all, all right then. These things do, in fact, happen. And now, um, have you had any injuries in um, the last few, last however met, however long you've been here?
5: Um, no, not any injuries, just some cuts and scrapes. Yeah.
3: Well, that's all right. Yeah. then then. Um, do you think you have any um, adv- advice for any athletes who, who um, would, are potentially wanting to join Special Olympics or, or a bit unsure sure about it?
5: Yeah, make sure that you can uh, yeah you stre- stretch well and you're know, nice and warm and limber, and uh, yeah, make sure whatever sport you pick you enjoy doing.
3: Great stuff, Alex. Thanks so much for having a chat with us.
5: That's all right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank
1: you, thank you, Alex. Right. Okay, back over to Harry.
13: Thank you. Um, so, um, what's your name? My name is Matt Pearson and I work for Special Olympics and I'm the State Manager at South Australia. Fantastic, that sounds like a very big job. So what do you do? So day-to-day stuff is supporting our Special Olympics clubs, our volunteers, athletes and our families and just trying to create as many opportunities and awareness as possible throughout the state of South Australia to maximise participation, maximise enjoyment and really try and grow Special Olympics throughout SA. Fantastic! And how
4: long have you been doing that? Um, been working with Special Olympics for?
13: So I've been at Special Olympics for just about two years now.
4: Fantastic! And what is, what is what's the most what's some of the most rewarding parts about doing what you do?
13: Uh, I'm, I'm just incredibly fortunate that I've been able to have a career in disability sport, um, and it's an absolute privilege to support an organisation such as Special Olympics and everything that it stands for.
4: Fantastic! And um, what other kind of areas have you worked in the disability sector?
13: So I'm originally from the UK and prior to moving to Australia in 2020 I worked in for sports development, club development and disability sport for about 15 years which I uh, worked with schools, councils and a wide range of sports uh, providing inclusive sport opportunities so I'm really fortunate that I was able to bring my career from the UK here to South Australia and be involved in Special Olympics. We do have Special Olympics in the UK which I was connected with to uh, some degree Um, but Moving to South Australia uh, a couple of years ago with my young family, I was able to get involved with Special Olympics originally as a volunteer because I knew that was my passion, and I was fortunate enough to secure a role with Special Olympics Australia two years ago. Fantastic! And is there any any like
4: skills you've you've taken you know from working at Special Olympics UK to Special Olympics Australia? Like, is there like ideas you've kind of got you've been you've like had from working there? Two hundred is happening. And it's rolling hard. Wait a minute! It's going really fast.
0: <laughs>
4: Watch out! They're Woo! steaming down. Watch out! Yay! There's nothing more magic than this finish line. Really I tell not. you. And the amount of cheers you can hear from the spectators is simply amazing. It is. So yeah, going it's back to um, it, Matt. Um, yeah. So have you like, is there any like ideas or experiences you've had from working your Special Olympics UK, and you've like, you know, and that have transferred, you know, and helped you with your your role in in in. Spe- with, south
13: australia yeah no definitely there's a number of things that uh the uk does do slightly differently in the uk regarding disability sport and access and i've been able to bring some of those skill sets and ideas and kind of integrate that with south australia but i've also learned a lot since i've been in australia about how disability sport operates and obviously the role of special olympics australia so it's been a really good learning experience for myself I've learned a lot and I keep learning every single day, lots and lots. But um, equally, yeah, it's great to kind of continue that career.
4: Awesome, Matt. Um, do you have any last words of um, inspiration for people that, you know, maybe wanting, looking to work, you know, in the disability sector or work, you know, with Special Olympics? Do you have any words of wisdom or any, yeah?
13: Yeah, no, definitely. Just simply get yourself involved, embrace kind of all the opportunities that are available I started as a 16-year-old volunteer and then, well, I'm now here 16, 17 years later doing this full time. So invest a little bit of time and energy in your local community, get involved in Special Olympics and those opportunities will uh, grow as you grow as an individual. So regardless of your background, abilities, um, anything like that, get yourself involved There's a role for you and with the organisation we can do even more together.
4: It's a job with heart. Awesome. So thank you, Matt, for your time and um, good luck with your endeavours and we look forward to seeing you again really, really soon and, and look forward to hearing many more exciting stories from your end. I
13: appreciate it. No, thank you very much indeed.
3: Good hey, here we go, back to Chelsea. So, who, who, so tell us your
6: name and uh, what you're doing here. Okay, I am Susan Barranger, Isaac's mum. Yeah. And I am marshalling the athletes so that they get to the races on time.
3: Excellent. And so now, can you explain to everyone what, what a game changer is, please? Um, a game
6: changer is a volunteer for Special Olympics, and they are mostly the locals, but there are some people from Interstate who have come over to make sure that the games run smoothly. Now, You're from Launceston, aren't you? I am from Launceston, so I'm kind of like got a foot in both. Um, both pools, I guess yeah. you could say, except there's no Tasmanian team. So no. not having not to do it. Not here at Athletics. No, not at Athletics. Well, that's excellent to hear. And now, how are
3: you finding the whole experience being a game changer for for Special Olympics and particularly at the Athletics?
6: It's amazing. It's really good. Everyone's great. The kids are amazing. The races are really fast. It's really good. All the people are good. Like, I can't complain, really. A bit tired? I am exhausted, but I've still got the closing ceremony to go. Right.
3: Yeah, and, and as, you, as, you, as you said before, or oh, you've got um, a son, Isaac, competing in the Athletics for Victoria. How, how, how are you fi- finding that?
6: Um, I'm finding it very hard to be impartial, so I've just given up. Everybody knows if Isaac's in the race. He gets threatened with disqualification for getting a kiss before the race and nobody else is getting one, but you know... What can you do? What can you do? That's impossible.
3: (laughs) Well that's all right then. And and um I he he ended he ended up getting a gold medal a a couple of days ago. How stuck to you?
6: I was really excited because it was his first event, so he got that in the long jump and he jumped like one point two meters further than he's ever jumped before. So
3: holy smokes. Sounds like he must have been doing a lot of training in the lead up to these games.
6: He was. (laughs) he was his support worker is pretty into training so um yeah they were going out most days in the week leading up
3: that's great to hear now now do you have any advice as as a parent and a volunteer for special olympics on what, what on just generally it for anyone who's thinking about joining special
6: olympics you should definitely do it honestly the people that you meet and the opportunities that you have and uh, it's just great, it's fantastic. There's nothing quite like it.
1: That
6: is
3: a- excellent start. Oh, thanks thanks so much for chatting, Susan. That's okay,
6: Chelsea. Thank you, Susan. Talk-
4: My best.
1: Thank- okay, so I'm the tables are being turned. Harry and Molly are gonna interview me. So ask me anything.
4: So, um, Mandy, um, firstly, um, how come you're here?
1: I'm here because I have a podcast called Two P's in a Podcast, and I said to Special Olympics, maybe I could record um, stories of athletes and team support and coaches, okay. and you, and we can put it on our podcast, and then Special Olympics can have this forever.
4: Awesome. So Molly, um, yeah, what's, what do you have any questions for
1: for your mum? Um,
8: how you been trying to get the motivation
1: up and stuff to interview people? Yeah. Oh, I've been so excited! It's just um, I don't want to annoy people, but actually, I've been really enjoying speaking to people. It makes me feel alive.
4: Fantastic! So, firstly, what was the flight like for you up here? Was it was it bumpy? Was it relaxing? Was it
1: Let me tell you about the flight, Harry. I well, firstly, my listeners will know that I'm not very good at reading things properly, and. Your mum, Anna, had said, don't go on the same flight as the athletes. But I didn't read that, and I booked to be on the same flight anyway. And then the seats in business class were cheaper. So I sat in business class for the first time in my life.
4: Wow, fantastic. And what did you do to kind of keep yourself entertained on, you know, oh, on, a, on the flight? They
1: brought me food, but actually the whole of Team Vic kept me entertained. There was cheering when we took off. There was cheering when we landed. It was such a happy flight.
4: Oh, that's Fantastic.
1: What what, what did you come here to do? I came here to be with you, to cheer you on, yeah. to support you, to. And I know, made best and my ability. You have, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world. Right now,
4: right now. Awesome. So, like, as a um, firstly, what's your experience with Special Olympics well, as, we're, as a mum?
1: Well, we're fairly new. We we joined just before the pandemic, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and so we are part of Melbourne Inner East. Um, and I just really wanted Molly to have a place where she can show off her sporting ability and also have a place to make some new friends.
8: Yeah, I've definitely made some new friends like Harry and Chelsea and Sophie.
1: And how does that feel? Really, really good.
4: Fantastic. Um, yeah, what, um, I guess, what is, as an as an interviewer, what is the most rewarding part about being an interviewer for you? Well,
1: today, Harry, you taking over, you were pretending to interview Chelsea, and I said, I've got a microphone, let's do it. And so we've already had a fantastic day with you interviewing, and I think I've got dreams for the future for you.
4: Fantastic. Um, so I guess for your viewers out there, um, what is what is something they like, I guess, what is something rewarding you know, for you as a, Interview off you that know, your a lot of your audience love about about what you do?
1: Well, I think we're getting stories that perhaps the world hasn't heard before, Harry. People with intellectual disabilities, our most precious and fantastic people in this world, and we're getting to hear from you how this makes
4: you feel. What a privilege! It sure is. It's such a privilege, especially because you know, a lot of there's so many untold stories. It's yes. so important. Yes.
1: Have you got a One
8: more question. Um. Did you cry in the opening ceremony?
4: Yes, of course
1: I did. I've cried pretty much every day at everything. Happy tears, happy tears, Molly.
4: Awesome. So I guess to wrap things up, um, from my end and Molly's end, um, what is what is some I guess a key take home for everyone out there with a disability, or even parents out there, and yeah, and tips you know of how they should get into sport or.
1: Yeah, I think if you have—I remember interviewing your mum Anna, and she said, "If you have a child with an intellectual disability that does enjoy sport, then Special Olympics is the place." And that is true for Molly and for me. I've never felt so much belonging, and a place where the two of us can be together, and we belong wholeheartedly. And that is—I never take that for granted
4: absolutely that's 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 such touching words um yeah thank you so much mandy and i really look forward to hearing more of your stories and hopefully there's more trips on the horizon for your amazing podcast
11: yeah
1: thank you harry great interviewing you two yeah bye peace wow everyone we're going to stop right there and we're going to split this episode up into two so you're going to have a lot to look forward to next week but I just wanted to say thank you for listening so far. Did you hear yourself? If you're somebody or an athlete or you're an official or you're someone that was in part of episode one, I hope you enjoyed listening to yourself and capturing a little bit of what it was like to be there. So um, stay tuned. Let's wait for next week and we're going to finish up with some even more fabulous stuff to hear from our time at Special Olympics in Launceston National Games 2022. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week.